Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch. And today I want to talk to you about a topic that is sort of related to talent development and really more about how you can improve your success in talent development. I want to talk to you about building your personal brand. This is something that is useful for anyone, no matter what field you're in, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're an employee, whether you work in talent development or operations or finance. I strongly believe there are benefits to being mindful and intentional about your personal brand. Now, this is something that I've been talking about for many years. I have a chapter in my book about it, and I talk often about it in keynotes and specifically in sessions for some companies that just want me to talk to their people about building their personal brand. And I decided to do an episode on this podcast about personal brand because we recently published a conversation or a session from the Talent Development Think Tank with my friend Travis Dahmert, who talked about the ways that managers can get really involved in attracting and retaining top talent in your organizations. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, that was episode 334 that came out just two weeks back on August 23rd. And Travis talked about the different ways that managers can get involved and, and how why we probably underestimate how important they are to attracting and retaining great talent and creating a great culture. And one of the things that Travis talked about for quite some time during that conversation was the element of personal brand and the importance of helping managers understand, leaders understand that they have an opportunity, maybe even a responsibility to build a personal brand and leverage that brand to build the brand of the company, to attract and retain talent. So what does that mean? You know, for some of you, you have already been maybe interested in this idea of building your personal brand. For some of you, maybe you've never even thought about it and you're like, what the heck is Andy talking about? Well, 
I have actually been surprised by how many people have been interested in this, how many people have been into this. When I wrote the chapter about building your personal brand in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, I knew this was really important for corporate employees. It was something, a message that I had been hearing on the entrepreneur side. So again, I run my own business. I am very involved in the entrepreneur community, if if you will, if there is one. There are many, many, many out there, right? But I've been involved in entrepreneur communities. I've been listening to lots of podcasts. I read lots of books, just like you. I am a lifelong learner. I'm always reading books and listening to podcasts and engaging in content and trying to learn everything I can about talent development, entrepreneurship, everything else. And in the entrepreneurship world, people have been talking about building your personal brand for many years, right? That in this age that we live in, 2022 and beyond, if you run a business, it's very beneficial to be working on building a strong personal brand like I have been doing for many years now by putting out content through podcasts, social media, book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And this could be, you know, lead to you being able to go bring in more clients for your business, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, if you run a business, you probably know the importance of building a personal brand to attract and retain clients. When I wrote the chapter of my book, I knew that there was an opportunity for corporate professionals to be thinking more about building their professional brand and leveraging that brand to achieve more success in the future. And if you haven't read my book, it's available on Amazon, by the way, as anywhere else you want to get books. If you haven't read the book, in the first section of the book, I talk about what it means to own your career and how you can go about owning your career, setting your vision, connecting to a purpose, setting goals, getting help, all those things. In the second and middle section of the book is all about preparing for the future. And I strongly believe there are three things you can always be doing to help set yourself up for future success. One is, is investing in continuous learning, which I know you are all very big on. The second thing is building your network. And the third thing is building your personal brand. So I knew this and strongly believe this is an important aspect to preparing for the future and setting yourself up for future success. It can help you get jobs and land projects and all kinds of things in the future. But I figured it would be a pretty new concept for a lot of people in the corporate space and Figured it's something a lot of individuals would latch on to. I didn't know that many companies would latch onto this concept and be attracted by this concept. And I've been surprised, pleasantly surprised, that I've had multiple companies talk to me about how they want their people to really understand the importance of building a personal brand. They wanted me to really bring that element out in some of the keynotes that I do. And I've even gotten requests to speak specifically about personal brand in companies. In fact, I did a couple talks recently for a tech company for their interns. They wanted me to come in and talk about personal brand. I think they had someone else talking about networking. So really covering these important topics to help to set them up for future success. So if this is new to you, what is a personal brand? Well, obviously companies have had brands for generations, right? And, and you can think about the brands that you use, the companies you use, and how you view their brands and how you how you identify them and how you think of their brands, right? And chances are most companies' products that you use, there's a good chance that, especially if you use them regularly, like a car or even a deodorant, right? You probably use them because you've been attracted to their brand, right? Because those are industries where the products are generally a commodity. They're fairly interchangeable, right? There's lots of different deodorant and toothpaste types up there. Just like there are many different types of cars and ostensibly all of the cars out there will get you from point A to point B. There's really not that much of a difference. Certainly we could quibble about you know, miles per gallon and efficiency and like how well they drive and you know the features inside the car. 
for the most part, they get you from one place to another. And oftentimes it comes down to the brand or the style of the car. What do you really like, right? Do you, are you more of a Toyota person? Do you like Ford or General Motors? Or have you gotten a Tesla, right? These are brands, right? And you think about some of the most famous brands in the world. Right now, I would say best-known brands in the world, probably Apple, Google, Tesla, Amazon, right? These are really strong brands. Coca-Cola, famously for many years, has had the strongest brand in the world. And that's why, even though they pretty much make the same product as Pepsi, and if you're a Coke fan, you'd say, no, they don't. It's much better, right? They outsell Pepsi because they have a stronger brand. Now, there's some people that like the Pepsi brand, and they drink Pepsi as a result. Many of those people on either side will tell you that they it's the taste not necessarily the brand they care about, but I have participated in blind taste tests with cola. And I can tell you that even though you have a strong preference when the can is in front of you, most of the time you really can't tell the difference when you can't see what they are. It's kind of funny. I did one of those. It's been many years, over 10 years since I did that, but it was very eye-opening. And it just proves that like brand is so strong that it influences how we taste things in front of us. Now, why am I going down this road? Let's bring it back to our personal brand. I believe that we as people also have brands, whether we're intentional about it or not. Now, our brand as a person is essentially our reputation. It's what people think about us. It's what they say about us. It's their opinion of us, right? Whether we're in the room or not, whether we're around or not, what are they saying about us? If your name comes up in a conversation between two of your colleagues, what are they saying about you, right? It's kind of, you might be a little nervous to think about that. What, what, what are they saying about me? I don't know. That comes down to your brand. It comes down to your reputation. And so we all have a brand. We have a reputation whether we're intentional about it or not. These conversations are happening. People are forming opinions of you, just like you are forming opinions of others. With every interaction, with every micro interaction, you're forming micro judgments and opinions of people, and they're doing the same thing, right? Just as you're listening to my voice right now, you might be a longtime listener thinking, I really love listening to Andy. He always shares such great insights in the talent development and career development world. You might be a very new listener and you're forming judgments thinking like, oh, I really like what this guy has to say, or this is boring. I'm going to go listen to something else. I never want to listen to that guy again, right? You're forming these judgments all the time. It's not bad or good. It's just what we do. It's a psychological fact and phenomenon, right? So people are always forming these impressions Impression is probably a better word than judgment. Impressions of you. And that is making up your brand. And so like I said earlier, we all have a brand. We all have a reputation, whether you're intentional about it or not. So I think we might as well be mindful about the brand and how we're showing up and how we're impacting that brand. Because it's going to allow us to potentially get more things done and become more successful in the long run. Now, I am a big fan of authenticity. So I'm never saying to try to fool anybody, to be fake, to be anybody you're not. I want you to be your true self, right? I want you to be your whole self. I just want you to be mindful about how you're showing up and how you're impacting others. Because if you are an extrovert like me or an introvert, that's fine. I'm not telling you you should change, right? But there are some things that you might show up as or identify with that maybe you do want to change, right? Maybe you're rude. Maybe you're condescending to others, and they don't like that. And that doesn't bode well for your brand, your reputation. These are things you can probably change because it's probably not who you really are anyway. You just show up that way sometimes because maybe you've been having a rough day or you feel like other people treat you like crap. So think about these things. How do you impact your brand? How do you impact your reputation? Well, it is impacted by how you show up in the world. It's impacted by how you interact with other people, how you work with other people, how you collaborate with other people, and how you treat other people. 
how you react to situations, how you handle certain things that come up. When you show up at work today, are you going to be kind and helpful towards your colleagues? Are you going to send them this podcast or another and say, hey, I listened to this thing and I thought you might benefit from it? Or are you going to be standoffish and just take care of your own thing and go home and not help anybody else, right? I'm not telling you there's a right or wrong answer to this, but I am telling you that all these little interactions go pretty far towards impacting your brand. When you think about the people you work with, think about your colleagues. Obviously, there's some personalities we'll jive with and some we don't, right? But when you think about your colleagues that you work with, there are some that you think, I just really like working with that person. He or she or they is always really helpful. If I reach out to ask for something, boom, they're on it. You seem to put my interest above theirs. I love working with this person versus, you know, every time I reach out to, to John, he's, he, he, first of all, he never responds to me. I have to follow up like four times. When he does, he acts like he's doing me this huge favor just to do this job that he's supposed to be doing, right? He's getting paid to do it. And I feel like it's like pulling teeth to get him to help me with something. I would, I would never want to work on a project with him, right? These are impressions that we're making and that's building the brand. And when you think about, decisions that we make. I know many of you are involved in hiring. You think about decisions we make on whether to hire somebody for a job or a role or maybe for a project team. You don't just look at their skills and their experience, right? You look at other things. There's that X factor. Now, we used to talk about culture fit. Society has moved away from that, right? We don't talk about culture fit anymore. He or she is, they are or they're not a good culture fit. We talk about culture addition. We talk about what people bring to the table. But let's not fool ourselves. We're still thinking, would I want to work with this person? Oftentimes in like professional services, consulting companies, you know, they ask the question, would I want to be stuck in an airport with this person, right? Like maybe they get their work done, but man, what if we were stuck at the airport for three hours together and this person is just not very nice. Like they're just not very fun, right? And I'm not saying that's going to prevent anybody from getting a job, but it's a factor, right? We do look at these other things. We look at the brand. We look at the overall reputation. We look at somebody and whether we want to work with them or not. And that informs whether we hire them or invite them on a team or do them a favor or anything else, right? And so we have an opportunity to influence that brand in how we show up and how we interact with other people. Now, the other way that you get to influence your brand is online, on social media, right? That is where business world lives for lack of a better word, I guess. But you know, most people are on social media. Business is often done on online, on the internet, on social media. We're interacting with people all day. In the corporate world, that's mostly LinkedIn, but obviously many of us are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and you have an opportunity to interact with people there, whether it be for business purposes or personal purposes. People are always kind of paying attention. They're watching, right? You are forming these impressions all the time. If you see someone in your network, in your feed, posting these like very negative, critical things. And you just like, I'm just tired of it. I don't want to see this anymore, right? You get to that point where you hide them or you unfriend them or whatever it may be. That factors into real life, right? Like imagine then that person comes and applies for a job at your company and you're like, mm, I don't think I really want to work with this person because I know they're very negative. I've seen all their content on social media, right? Versus someone that's very positive. There was always, they're always sharing informative, interesting things, insightful things that make you go, hmm, make you learn, make you happy, uh, make you think that they are a happy and, and great person to be around. And then they come apply for a job in your company and you're like, I think I might want to have this person here. They are very positive all the time. So think about how that, that influences their brand and whether you might want to hire them. You could disagree with me, but I'm sure many of you are nodding your heads as well. 
COVID-19 pandemic and 2020 changed everything in business and talent development. Almost overnight, companies were forced to figure out how to engage their employees remotely and run their development programs virtually. Luckily, Advantage Performance Group has been running a webinar series and releasing free resources throughout the last year and beyond. Advantage is a proud sponsor of the Talent Development Hot Seat, known for creating, learning, and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. Advantage helps leaders lead, sellers sell, and businesses flourish. To join our webinar series and find more of our free resources, just head on over to AdvantagePerformance.com. That's AdvantagePerformance.com. And so we have an opportunity to build our brand and make impressions on social media as well. I think about that all the time. It's one of the reasons why I share content almost daily on LinkedIn. Number one is to provide value to people on my network. And number two is to continue to build my brand and my reputation as someone who is very helpful, who is very inspirational, who is giving a lot of value to the community and someone who's very knowledgeable about the topics that I engage in, mostly talent development and career development, as well as leadership development, personal development, things like that. So that for those of you listening out there, or you're, if you're in my network, uh, you're following me on LinkedIn, the day that you someone in your organization decides we're going to have a conference and, oh, we need to have somebody speak about career development, that I am top of mind. You go, oh, well, we need to reach out to Andy. He's always sharing great content about career development. I know he has a book called Own Your Career. I've heard him talk about it. He seems to know what he's talking about. Let's see if he's available to speak. And this happens quite a bit for me, not enough yet. So by the way, if you're looking for a speaker for your next event to talk about career development, reach out, let's talk, let's see if it's a fit. But building the brand, building my brand is about building the reputation of an expert in that space so that people reach out to me when they have that need, right? Or they refer me when someone they know has that need. And you can do the same for yourself in building a brand and the reputation as an expert in learning and development, talent development, organizational development, technology, software, whatever it is that you want to be known as an expert in so that when that next job or role opens up or that project role or that promotion, someone says, we need to, we need to talk to Jennifer. We need to talk to Susan. We need to talk to Karen. We need to talk to Mike, whoever it is, Adam, that is, you are, that is building that brand because you become top of mind. Now, this also happens through the network effect. I mentioned that my the second thing I recommend for people for preparing for the future and ensuring future success is building your network. I believe building a network and building a personal brand go hand in hand. So as you're building that brand, you're also building a network, getting to know people, meeting new people, building relationships, reinforcing those relationships, doing kind and generous things for other people, providing value wherever you go, acting curious, learning about other people, trying to find ways to help them. And that builds your network so that you know more people and builds your brand and reputation as someone who is helpful, who is kind, who is genuine, who is generous, who's hardworking, whatever it is that you want to be known for, it reinforces those things with the people that you're meeting that you know, and that leads to more opportunities down the line for you, whatever it is that you might be looking for, a job, a project role, a promotion, maybe it's a vacation, you know, you name it, right? A, a, an invitation to a conference, whatever you're trying to get into or trying to do or trying to accomplish, maybe just having more friends or people that you can call when you have questions in the role that you're doing so you can get help, right? Because we know we can't do things all on our own. So think about what you want to be known for. So this is the exercise I do with people 
once I introduce this idea, this topic of building a personal brand, I do this in keynotes and especially the sessions where we go deeper into personal brand and the training programs that I run on owning your career. We have a full module and session entirely on building your personal brand is to think about what do you want to be known for? What do you want your reputation to stand for? What do you want your X factor? What is that? What is it that sets you apart from other people? What do you want people to think about you and say about you when you're not around? And finally, what do you want your legacy to be? Now, your legacy is, to me, is bigger than your reputation. It's what you're remembered for when you're not around anymore. And when I say not around anymore, that could be when you leave your current organization and you're no longer, no longer working there. When you leave this world, when you leave this earth, right? you're no longer here. What do people remember you for? And that's big. That's big for a lot of people. And I believe you build that reputation and that legacy with the work that you do, the things you create, and how you interact with people, how you treat people, and how much value, the type of value that you bring to other people. So just as a small example, the other day, an old colleague of mine texted me, sort of out of the blue. This is a guy who used to report to me on a team in a consulting company I worked for. And he said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I'm ramping up a new team who works for me now. Uh, he's doing really well, which I'm very proud of as a, you know, as a leader, multiplier leader. And we're still using this platform, basically a spreadsheet, this database that you created to help keep us organized in this work that we're doing. And he just he just wanted to send me a note and say, you're, we want to let you know your legacy lives on. It's been four years, five years, four years since I left there. And he's still thinking about me and still using a tool that I created for the team. Now, it's a small thing, right? We're talking about a spreadsheet, a database. You know, eventually, if he leaves, then nobody's going to know I created it. It's not my name on it. And I don't care, right? It doesn't matter. But it's nice that I created something and that my old colleagues still think of me, right, when they use this tool. They also are connected with me on LinkedIn and still see my name all the time because I post content every day, right? So they still think of me. And that's part of my strategy, right? Bigger legacy is how you help other people. If you are a manager, if you're a leader, if you help managers, and you can help other people achieve their goals. I talked about this on the podcast before and other podcasts and, and community and everywhere. When you help other people achieve their goals, especially big goals, career goals, promotions, etc., they remember you forever, right? They, they never forget you, tell other people about you, and you build that reputation and even a legacy, a legacy as someone who is very helpful. And you can just do that. You can do that just simply by putting your ego aside and, and focusing on helping others. It's, it's not hard, and yet it's not common, and we have such a huge opportunity. I tell this all the time. You know, I tried lots of different things in my career, and then I got, I got lucky and found a consulting company, got into consulting. I was doing a lot of things. I was still struggling in some areas, and a leader in that company named Jessica pulled me aside, took me to breakfast one morning, and coached me on my career and created a whole new position for me because she recognized my strengths and sent me in a, in a new direction that eventually led to me getting to where I am today. And I don't know if I would be here today talking to you as a published author, leading keynotes and sessions and all the stuff that I do. I don't know if I'd be doing that if it wasn't for her help some five years ago, whenever it was. And because of that, I will remember her forever. I wrote about her in my book. I talk about her all the time and I'll remember her forever. That is legacy. That's a legacy, right? So that goes hand in hand. That's connected with brand. Now, 
putting the legacy stuff aside, we, the, not the big stuff, right? But what do you want to be known for? Think about that. Take some time to think about what do you want to be known for, whether it's honesty, integrity, kindness, generosity, energy, inspiration, hard work, getting things done, being an expert in a certain category or topic, being collaborative, being fun or funny. These are all great things and and you can strive for all of them. But like at the end of the day, what are the top like three, four things that you really want to be known for? And once you get clear on those and you write those down, you have that clarity of what you want to be known for. Then start checking in with yourself on a regular basis and asking this very simple question. Am I living in alignment with my values? What I said I want to be known for, okay? Am I living in alignment with my values and what I said I want to be known for? So for example, I said I want to be known as hardworking and I've taken off early three times this week. Now, maybe you had a good reason for that. Maybe you decide you want to change what you want to be known for, right? But if you want to be known as the person who's hardworking, then maybe you don't take off early that much. I'm all for taking off early. But let's use another example. Maybe you want to be known as someone who really gets things done. So I did this exercise with a group, a technology group, and my friend Anthony, who's my client there, told me that his reputation, what he really wants to be known for is someone who gets things done. That's his number one thing. And I like that because you're very clear on that. And that's something that you can live up to. And when you build that reputation, then when other people think of you, they're like, well, we've got this really tough project coming up and we've got a tight deadline and there's not much time. Who do we go? Who can we get to help us on this? And then people go, oh, you got to talk to Anthony because he is the guy who gets things done. No matter what is going on, Anthony is the guy who gets things done. Now, you got to be careful with that reputation because you might attract more work <laughs> than, than other people, right? But maybe that pays off for you, right, in terms of promotion, salary, bonuses, et cetera, right? I don't know if I want my reputation to be the guy who gets things done. My reputation is more about inspiration, motivation, teaching, energy, being fun and funny and... I think I'm funny. I don't know. You can tell me if you think I'm funny. I'm not that funny on this podcast, I guess. I should really like think about telling more jokes. Hang on. Let me pull up my slide that I've created with my brand. Okay. I did this exercise myself a little while back, and I usually share this on a slide when I'm doing presentations or running sessions on this. My brand, I want to be known as being curious, humble, generous and kind, supportive, fun, energetic, adventurous, inspiring, family-oriented, health and fitness-oriented, very into health and fitness, a great father, motivational, determined, loving, connector, friend, successful, and happy. Now, those are just a few of many things that I might want to be known for. And hopefully, I'm living up to all of those. But for the purposes of this exercise, I mentioned you want to write down a few things you want to be known for and then check in on a regular basis. I might just really zero in on things like curious, generous, inspiring, and motivational, right? And I can check in, am I living up to those things, right? Number one, being curious. In every interaction and conversation I have, I want to be asking more questions than the other person. I want to avoid making assumptions and always ask questions first and seek to understand before seeking to be understood. And I try to live up to that, right? And I can check in with myself. And I often do. I'll walk away from a conversation and go, ooh, I didn't ask very many conversa- any, very many questions in that conversation. I actually was doing most of the talking. 
I don't know if that's really in alignment with my brand and what I want to put out there. Next time, I will be more curious. I will ask more questions, right? The humble thing is very easy. What else did I have in there? Generous and kind. Am I always being kind? Am I also am I always providing providing value to other people? Am I looking for ways to help other people? I believe I am, but I can check in with that on a regular basis and go, you know, have I been helpful to other people today? You know what? Someone came and asked me for help, and, I, and frankly, I ignored them because I thought I was too busy. Is that in alignment with my brand? Not really. My brand is not about being busy. In fact, quite the opposite. You know, a lot of people wear the badge of busy as a badge of honor in this world. I'm the opposite. I always want to have time for people who are important to me and the work that is important to me. So I don't overschedule stuff. I don't ever act like I'm busy. I get on calls to people all the time. They're like, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I know you're really busy. And I'm like, nah, I'm not that busy. (laughs) I'm just very selective with how I spend my time. And I decided to spend time with you. So let's make good use of it, right? You may want your reputation, your brand to be someone who's very busy because that makes you look or feel important. That's up to you, right? So generous and kind. And then I put inspiring and motivational. So am I living in alignment with that? What would that look like? What do I need to do? I've got the book, obviously, but am I putting out motivational, interesting, educational, inspiring content on my podcast? Am I being inspiring and motivational in my keynote talks that I do in companies? Am I inspiring people to own their careers? Did I do the job that I set out to do in that and I can check in with myself on a regular basis? You can also do the same thing with the things that you want to be living in alignment with, that you want your brand to stand for, right? What do you want your brand to stand for? So do me a favor, do yourself a favor, write that down, think about it, write it down, and then check in on a regular basis. Am I living in alignment with my values and my brand? And if not, are there adjustments that I need to make either in my actions or what I want my brand to stand for? And then once you're very clear on that, and you are checking in and how you're, how you're living in alignment with that, how you're showing up with your colleagues and with your friends and people around you, you can also start to work on how you're showing up on social media. Are you sharing content? Are you commenting on other people's content and supporting their content? And is what you're sharing and saying in alignment with your brand? Maybe you want to be known as an expert, an experienced person in learning and development, talent development. I have lots of great talent development professionals in my network, especially the people in the talent development think tank community who are very supportive, and some of them I know aspire to be seen as thought leaders in that space, and so they're starting to post articles and posts on LinkedIn. And I'm very quick, if I see them, to go support them in commenting, sharing, letting other people in the community know why, because part of my brand is to be generous and kind and supportive, especially for people in my inner circle, for people in my network, the people that I know who I consider friends, right? Clients of mine that have supported me, I want to support them, right? That's part of my brand. So I will jump on that. If a friend of mine publishes a book, I will post about it. I will go leave a review on Amazon. I'll do everything I can to support them because it's part of my brand. And I know, whether you call it karma or anything else, that the more I help others, the more I'm generous and kind to others, not only does build my brand as that, but the more it comes back to me. So think about that as you are going about your work today and this week and this month as you go forward into the future, how you're interacting with people. Ask yourself, what do I want my brand to stand for? What do I want my reputation to be? What do I want my legacy to be? Am I living in alignment with that or do I need to make adjustments? If you want more help, more information, check out my book, 
It's called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It's available on Amazon. There is a whole chapter in there about personal brand. I also, if you don't want to read the whole book, I've got free resources on my website. If you go to andystorch.com slash career, andystorch.com slash career, and click on bonus resources, you can download a PDF that kind of gives an overview on this brand section. I also have another podcast called the Own Your Career Podcast. And I did an episode a little while back. Let's see, it was episode 93 that came out on June 27th called Building Your Personal Brand to Own Your Career. You can go check that out and listen to me talk more about building your personal brand. And if you want people in your company to know about this, reach out to me and let's talk and see if it's a fit to go do a session there as well. My email is andy at andystorch.com. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. And I hope that you take this content, you go build a great brand and have a very successful career and that you'll keep listening to this show. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.